You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to another edition of the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Matt Hayes. Roland Dolo today. Beams on the air right now. Hosted Bishop and Laurinaitis, which you can hear every day from 10 to noon with the former Buckeye linebacker, all-time leading tackler in Rams history, Buckeye Hall of Famer, James Laurinaitis. We call him threes around here. You guys know he always interrupts our podcast every day, but it's just me here today rocking it out with you. What we're going to do is we got a lot of Ryan Day sound. I'll let you guys hear about his thoughts on the early signing period, day one, his recruiting class. We'll hear from a recruiting analyst in the second block from in Bill Green from 247sports.com. And in the third block, we hear a bit of an interview uh, that Carpenter and Rothman that I hosted yesterday. You can I'll be on the air again today from 12 to 3, as well as tomorrow from 12 to 3. We talked to Adam Jardy. He covers Ohio State basketball for the Columbus Dispatch. All right, so let's get right to it. Before uh, we got on the air yesterday, me being me and Bobby Carpenter from 12 to 3, we didn't have news on Zach Harrison. And I know a lot of you were anticipating his uh, commitment where he was going to go. It's a very big deal when you look at the talent that he is and you hear from all these recruiting analysts about how special of a dude he can be coming off that defensive end. He did end up picking Ohio State. So if you're just now listening to this or if you have not been caught up in the recruiting cycle or the early signing period, day one yesterday, Zach Harrison is officially a Buckeye. He announced it at a podium yesterday. He unzipped a nice little zip-up hoodie uh, with a Buckeye t-shirt underneath that. So this is a very, very big get for Ryan Day, Mark Pantone, Larry Johnson, because if you guys remember, going back to last year, the big deal was Jackson Carmer, the number one player in Ohio, uh, taking his talents down to Clemson and playing for Dabo Sweeney. So that was a bit a bit of a blow yesterday. We talked a lot about the, the Dewan Mathis situation at quarterback and how that affected this recruiting class and how that was a blow when you look at them not having a quarterback in the class of 2019. Obviously, all of you guys are wrapped up in the Justin Fields situation. We'll keep you up to date as that thing rolls along. So a pretty solid day for Ohio State and Ryan Day and his coaching staff yesterday. But I think the big one was Zach Harrison because when you look at what he can bring to the table or the potential of what he could be down the road, it's going to be a special, special deal when you allow Larry Johnson, the master of the defensive line, to sprinkle his veteran seasoning on him um, it's kind of like Dumbledore and Harry Potter. I mean, this is a guy that is going to get him right and get him in the lab and get him all the magic that he's drawn up for years and make him the new magician coming off that D-line. So I'm really excited about that because when you talk about maybe even if he just plays in certain pass rush situations, you get him out there in that Rushman package next year with Chase Young, Jonathan Cooper, all of these guys that we've been hearing a lot of buzz about, then these young guys, Tommy, Tommy Togiai, all of these guys – Haskell Garrett that are going to be in the mix next year on this D-line. Zach Harrison is going to be a huge, huge get. So looking at some of these rankings, if you look at ESPN, they have them ranked as the 11th ranked class with only 16 commits in it. And that's a huge deal, and that's a huge part of this conversation because you look at all the top teams that are above them. They're 21 or more uh, recruits in that class. So here are the top 10 until you get down to Ohio State. Alabama, no surprise at all. The Madman Nick Saban continuing to roll down there. They had 26 commits in that class. Kirby Smart and the Dogs, they got 22. Texas A&M, so a bit surprising to me, but when you look at what Jimbo Fisher did at Florida State, 
That is a special get right there. Their program is going to be home sooner than later. You got Harbaugh and the Wolverines sitting there at number four with 27 recruits um, in their class, 2019. So Oregon's at five, LSU's at six, Clemson at seven, Oklahoma at eight, Tom Herman and the Longhorns at nine, Notre Dame at 10. That's according to ESPN. And then the Buckeyes, like I just said, coming in at 11. Now you slide over to 247sports.com, and they've got Ohio State ranked 12th nationally. They were, and uh, excuse me, last year they were number two. And this year in the Big Ten, they're ranked three. So, look, if you're a Buckeye fan, I think you should feel really, really good about what Ryan Day has been able to pull off because this is such a quick turnaround for him that you had to wonder. I know there was a lot of you worried about what this class was going to look like, but you get the two big gems in this class, which is Zach Harrison and Garrett Wilson. There's obviously some really good players inside of this class as well, but those were the two guys that I was excited about, and I know that you guys were probably really excited about, but the Zach Harrison thing is such a big deal because if you remember Ryan Day when he took the podium, when he was named the 25th head coach in Ohio State history, he wanted to make sure that he could get some of these in-state recruits to really, really stick here, stick here in Columbus. And here he is talking about those guys from Ohio. It's always a priority. So uh, we want to make sure that in the next class, that's a huge emphasis as well. Um, but we're recruiting, um, you know, the kids from Ohio harder than anybody in the country. And it's going to continue to be a priority. And that's a big, big deal because there's a lot of talent that comes out of Ohio State. You just look throughout the history of this program and how it has affected Ohio State in good and bad ways. When you get some of these in-state guys to stay, it's always a po- more than more likely than not, it's a positive. But sometimes when some of these guys escape and they go to some of these powerhouse programs, um, it comes back to bite Ohio State because we know when guys are from Ohio State and they feel like they've been slighted possibly because of a lack of a scholarship offer or not enough love from the staff and they take their talents elsewhere, whether it's Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, these guys usually play very, very well. So here's uh, Coach Day talking about the recruiting journey uh, with Zach Harrison. It's been a long process. You know, his head coach, Jeb Schroeder, you know, had a lot to do with this. Uh, Larry Johnson has been recruiting Zach for a long, long time. Obviously, um, you know, Urban had a, had a big part of this thing. And it's been, a, it's been a long time coming. Um, we had a home visit last week. It was really important to sit down in the home and talk to the family about, uh, you know, the direction of the program and uh, having some, some communication just on, you know, some of the leadership uh, changes, obviously, that comes with, with the change in the head coach. And, um, you know, that communication stayed all the way until, until last night. And so it was uh, kind of down to the wire, but uh, couldn't be more excited to have him part of this family, a special young man that's going to do great things. Uh, And he's going to have a lot of help along the way with him to do that. And the big thing to me right there was him saying he had to let the parents know about the direction of the program. Because when you lose a guy like Urban Meyer, and all of these guys have been talking to Urban Meyer for two, maybe even three years at their respective high schools, that's the clear message that they were hearing. And now a lot of these guys that were either committed or on the fence about coming to Ohio State, they did not know what the message was because obviously there's a new top dog in town. So that's a vital part of that clip that I wanted to point out there that Ryan Day had to make it clear what his message was going to be to these parents, to these players, and you should feel really good about the direction of his recruiting cycle because obviously his pitch to Zach Harrison was something that really put this over the top because Michigan was really in the mix. I know these crystal balls turned within the last couple of days, But throughout this season, there was a lot of buzz around Zach Harrison going to Michigan and playing for that team up north. Here's Ryan Day talking about Zach Harrison's gifted athletic ability. When you look at somebody who runs a 10-8, 100-meter dash at his size uh, in the potential that he has, it's, it's, um, you know, you can just, all you think of is, you know, the Boses in the world and some of the 
some of the top defensive ends in all of America. Um, and, you know, he, he thought this thing through. This wasn't something he just jumped to. And obviously being under Larry's uh, tutelage, you know, that's, that's a big part of this thing. And so um, it isn't all going to happen at once, but, but the ceiling for, for Zach is really, really high. This guy's an absolute freak show, folks. I'm telling you. Go out and watch some of his film. You heard Coach Day right there mention his ability on the track. Um, man, it, it's it's going to be scary. And that's the biggest part that I wanted to talk about. The top of the pod is what Coach Day mentioned right there at the end of that clip was Larry Johnson. What he's going to be able to do with this guy is going to be scary, scary stuff. If he can put it all together, this guy's going to be a heck of a player. Not to mention, when you talk about Mickey Marotti, getting him because he's going to be here in the winter, he will get a nice little early start in the weight program. And we've seen what Mickey Marotti can do when he gets his hands on certain players uh, for a good amount of time, even if it's not for an extended period of time. Mickey Mirati, that's why he gets paid the money he gets paid, and that's why it was such a big deal for Ryan Day to keep him on the staff because when you get guys like this and all the players on the program, but mainly guys like this that have so much potential, what it can do for a football team and for a defense, it could really wreck games because that pass rushing ability, we saw it with Nick Bosa early in the season. When there's so much focus on him, not only can he still make plays because he's so gifted, but it opens up so much more for everyone else along that defensive line and in that defense. Here's Coach Day talking about the first time he saw Garrett Wilson get busy on the field. I was watching uh, Matthew Baldwin. So I went down to watch Matthew uh, throw, and um, I, I see this, this um, wide receiver drill going on. And I see a wide receiver drill a guy and then drive a guy into one of the trees and just start yelling and barking at him. And I said, who is this kid? They said, that's Garrett Wilson. I said, that's Garrett Wilson, the one who grew up in Dublin? They said, yeah. And then from then on, I just followed him really, really closely. Studied his film, got to know, um, you know, Hank Carter down there is, is one of the more talented coaches in all of America. He had nothing but great things to say about him. And then his film spoke for, for, for itself. Uh, as talented a young man as I've been around in terms of uh, ball skills, speed, changing uh, direction. I mean, he could be a Division I basketball player if he wanted to be. Um, but, but even a better young man. Which is great to hear. Obviously, you guys, you you want guys who are, are doing things good off the field in the classroom and all that stuff. But as far as the X and O stuff goes, I'm telling you, both these guys that we've been talking a lot about, Zach Harrison and now mainly Garrett Wilson, this is a dude that's going to have a chance to come in and make an impact. Because, look, we saw freshman this year, Chris Olave, make big, big plays in two of the biggest games of the year. We talk about the Big Ten title game and that game uh, against Michigan. This is special right here. What you're going to be able to see from Garrett Wilson when he gets the uh, the learning from uh, Brian Hartline, Ryan Day, whatever quarterback spinning the pill, that's going to be fun, fun stuff. So like I mentioned, if you look at 24-7 sports, they've got them ranked 12th nationally. If you look at uh, ESPN, they have them ranked 11. And again, this is a solid class, and this is something that you should be excited about when you talk about them only having 16 commitments in this class only because of scholarship uh, limitations. So there's some sound from Ryan Day. I'll come back here in a second. We'll hear from uh, Bill Green, recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports. But I want to let you know about Sling TV, guys. You don't want to watch the games. You need to watch the games. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels? You never watch when you just want to see your team win. Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. You get $30 a month, ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, and more. Stream on your big screen and all your favorite devices. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their, can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's sling.com slash locked on. We'll be back here in a second. You are Locked On Buckeyes. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. 
All right, guys, we're back. I want to play a, a couple minutes of an interview here from Bill Green, recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports. He's dialed into these guys, especially the Ohio guys. He's going to take you behind the curtain a little bit about the recruiting cycle between Ryan Day, Urban Meyer, Zach Harrison, and all that good stuff. Here's some good minutes here from Bill Green. And this was a battle. I mean, it really was a battle. Um, they fought this thing every day up to, I, I think, uh, Zach called – the coaches from Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State Monday night. And I think it was a battle up through Monday evening. So, great win for Ryan Day. Um, Larry Johnson deserves a ton of credit here. Uh, just a great recruiting effort. And Zach has the potential to be really special defensive end. He's not there now. And, you know, they're not recruiting him for what he is today, but what he's going to be. He will report early. Mickey Moradio get his hands on him this winter. Larry Johnson gets his hands on him in the spring. I think Zach plays next year. Don't think he starts, but I think he can make an impact as a third-down pass rusher right off the jump. So it's huge for Ohio State. It is big. Talk a little bit, Bill, about the rest of the class. I know this isn't the biggest class. They had some defections late. Um, but really, I mean, Ryan, when you talk about a coaching change, I can't imagine it going any more smoothly than what we've seen. You know, I, I didn't know what to think of Ryan Day, you know, just getting the job in a straight handoff from Urban Meyer. Um, I am very impressed by what he has done here. Um, you get the two defections, like you said, Dewan Mathis. Um, he's a nice kid and, and a nice player. This is the worst quarterback group nationally in the history of quarterback rankings. I saw one all year that I liked, and I must have saw 50 of them. So, you know, is it a loss? I guess. They may find one, you know, in a month that's just as good. So, horrible quarterback class. But still, they wanted to sign him. The other loss really stung. It was Jordan Battle out of St. Thomas Aquinas in Fort Lauderdale. They had him committed since last spring. Uh, he and the family that loved Urban Meyer wanted to play for Urban Meyer. And, you know, of course, you saw how that went. And things started to kind of crumble there way back on the uh, Meyer administrative leave. And then it just continued to the suspension, then Urban's health problems. The defense wasn't very good. And, you know, he flipped Alabama today. And, you know, you can't blame Ryan Day for that. He fought the good fight there. So two defections, and that's not bad for, you know, rookie head coach taking over for a Hall of Famer, I don't think. Bill Green joining us here at Carpenter Rothman covering uh, recruiting for 24-7 sports. Dot com. You can go follow him at Bill Bank Green, G-R-E-E-N-E. -E. And, Bill, they did get Zach Harrison. You mentioned a couple of those losses there that did sting. But the big one, another big one that came in was Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver out of Lake Travis uh, in Texas. I mean, just from what you've seen or maybe a couple guys that he may be similar to, how special uh, do you think Garrett Wilson can be when he gets here on uh, to Ohio State's campus? Very special. He would be the most game-ready wide receiver that Urban Meyer has signed or Ryan Day, you know, whoever you want to give it to since the, in the Meyer era. He's ready to go right now. He has speed. He has size. He has hands. Great moves. Uh, can get open. Can go deep. Can go across the middle. I mean, he, he's the total package. And this guy's going to play next year. There's a lot of guys leaving that wide receiver room after the Rose Bowl. And Garrett Wilson will play next year. He's just smooth, solid, consistent, dynamic. I mean, 
there, there's nothing not to like about this kid. He's ready to go. Played in a great program. So, you know, he's an A1 guy. And I, w- I would add Harry Miller in there, too. The O-lineman they got. Probably going to play center. Could be a guard, maybe. You know, really close to being game ready. And that's hard to do as an offensive lineman coming out of high school. But, but you know, those two along with Zach Harrison, th- those are plums. Those are kids that, you know, any school in the country would be thrilled to have. That's three of the top kids in America. Absolutely. And you, you talked about the quarterback class you know, not being great this year. I mean, this could be substantially beefed up by, you know, Fields being out there on the market. You know, I know it's a lot of speculation, but I guess he's entered the portal. He's entertaining, you know, potential suitors, assuming he chooses to leave Georgia. I mean, what, have you heard anything about that? I mean, should Ohio State fans be excited more than what they are right now? I would keep an eye on it. I would keep a very, very close eye on this. Um, Justin Fields works out with Dwayne Haskins. Uh, They use quarterback guru Quincy Avery. Um, So Fields and Haskins know each other. Avery has tutored both of those kids. And Avery has a great relationship with Ryan Day. You you can go back and look at Quincy Avery's Twitter on – December 4th, he said uh, something to the effect of, you know, if I had a son that was playing quarterback, I would want him coached by Ryan Day. So when you add the dynamic in of Day, Avery, Haskins, Fields, all lumped together, joined together, I think it makes perfect sense. You know, I, you know, all the, all the rumblings out there are, you know, that Ohio State is one of the schools Fields is looking at. I would almost say they're probably the favorite. I know I'm going to be watching it really closely here because I think this is going to go quickly. Once Georgia's bowl game is over, I would keep a close eye on this. Um, it, and like I said, we'll see where it goes. But Justin Fields is one of the highest-rated quarterbacks in the history of Internet recruiting. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, I mean, you can take that any way you want it, but a lot of people sure think he's pretty darn good. Bill, thanks so much for the time today. We really appreciate it. I know it's been a really busy day. We'll direct everyone to your work out there at 24-7 Sports. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Anytime, guys. All right, so there you go. Really good stuff there from Bill Green from 247sports.com. You can definitely go check all of his stuff out. we got a couple minutes here. I want to play some more uh, Ryan Day clips for you. Here he is talking about what he looks for in a quarterback prospect. I think the number one thing you look for is some sort of extraordinary trait. That's the number one thing you look for. From there, there's a whole other list of, of things that we go through. Certainly arm talent, certainly arc accuracy is a huge part of that. But the number one we want is some sort of a, you know, exceptional trait. And you know, JT had one, and, and, and Dwayne had one. And I think one of our strengths on offense is the ability to adjust the offense to fit the quarterback and to fit our personnel. And I think in college, that's really, really important. Because sometimes if you're looking for a specific style, uh, there may not be one in that class. So let's go find somebody that has some sort of extraordinary talent and then build around it. I think that's such a good clip there because every quarterback is built differently. You heard him mention JT there in that clip. And look, we all saw what JT's extraordinary trait was. And to me, it was his bottom half, his legs, his ability to move the chains late. And yes, he can make some very timely throws, but that wasn't his strength the way it was with Dwayne. And you even go back to Braxton. His extraordinary extraordinary trait was making guys miss in the phone booth. I mean, all you guys remember that move he made down at Penn State on the goal line, the spin move even when he was playing wide receiver at Virginia Tech. 
That's what was special about Braxton Miller. And now you can fast forward all the way to what we just saw with Dwayne Haskins. It was the complete opposite. His extraordinary rate was that cannon of an arm with the accuracy that you just heard Ryan Day mention right there. So all these quarterbacks are not built the same. One thing that I'm so fascinated by is what this is going to look like under Ryan Day. That's his quarterback that I'm talking about. And the Justin Fields thing is starting to buzz more and more each day. Mark Schleyball, ESPN.com, he's starting to put out some good stuff. Go check that out if you're really dialed into this Justin Fields situation. But that, to me, is very important when you hear that from a head coach, that it's not just all about the X and O stuff necessarily. It could be a leadership skill. It can be his you know, pregame speeches, what we saw JT do, which is very important when you get guys ready and locked in before each game so every quarterback has their own thing and what Ryan Day wants is going to be one of the biggest things that I'm looking forward to seeing this offseason because if they go all in with the Justin Fields situation that's going to let me know that he wants more of a guy that can throw it more than a guy that can run it now Justin Fields is a dual threat guy but he can do both a little bit better than what I think Tate can do right now because Tate Martell I just haven't seen enough in the passing game is it in there I'm sure it is but I can't sit here today on the 20th of December and say you you know what? I really think Tate Martell can sit in the pocket and pick guys apart. So this is some really fun stuff. It's going to be very intriguing. This is a solid, solid class for Ohio State, and you should be very encouraged by what this coaching staff is going to be able to do. Beam and I have talked about this a ton. There's so many people in the college football landscape that respect the heck out of Ryan Day and what he has done and what he's going to be able to do. And you got to trust Gene Smith because more times than not, This guy knocks it out of the park when you talk about hiring coaches here at Ohio State. And I really think this situation with Ryan Day, it reminds me so much of the Chris Holtman hire where we all came into this thing. We didn't know much about Chris Holtman. We heard some buzz about him. And now that we're a year and a half, almost two years into the hire with Chris Holtman, we know that Gene Smith got it right. You're seeing the recruiting stuff go blow through the roof with his class coming in next year, the 2019 class for the Buckeyes in basketball. And right now he's off to a pretty good start, that being Ryan Day with the football squad. So be very encouraged about what happened yesterday. Ohio State program should continue to roll in a very, very positive direction, and there should be no slack off at all from what you see on the field and off the field because there's only a handful of teams right now that are elite programs in college football, and Ohio State is one of them, and I really think that Ryan Day will continue to knock this out of the park. That's a wrap for today. We'll be back. Everyone have a great day. Happy holidays. Make sure you wrap up your gifts. Drink some hot cocoa. Throw some marshmallows in there. A little cider. All that good stuff, man. Have a great day. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.